Welcome to the IVF Journey with Dr. Michael Chapman, the podcast for couples who struggle with infertility and want to fulfill their dreams of becoming parents. To access previous episodes packed with ideas, solutions, and tips that actually work, head over to Dr. Chapman's IVF podcast on iTunes. You can also ask questions by contacting Dr. Chapman's rooms on 1-800-111-483 or by emailing him michael.chapman at ivf.com.au. Hi, this is Professor Chapman. Recently we've been doing some Facebook Live sessions where I've been answering questions from the listeners and participants. What you're about to hear now is some audio of those segments and I hope they'll be useful for you. One of the questions that I saw last week is a question about fresh or frozen transfers. So when we do an IVF cycle, when we get to the stage of a an embryo to transfer, and the question is, should we be freezing or should we not? There are clinics in Australia and some overseas where they freeze all embryos. They don't do any fresh transfers whatsoever. And their results are very good. So it is a possibility to do that. The downside of it is that you're going to waste another three or four weeks before you have that embryo transferred. So whereas a fresh cycle, you're putting it back straight away, you're going to have to wait for a period and then wait for ovulation in the next cycle before we put that uh, embryo back. Large studies have shown no difference in pregnancy rates between fresh and frozen transfers. In that sense, it doesn't really matter. Argument as to why should a frozen cycle do as well as a fresh goes something like this. When we stimulate you for an IVF cycle, the lining of the womb is actually quite abnormal because of the very abnormal high estrogen levels that you have when we stimulate your cycle. Thick endometrium, thickened endometrium, perhaps is not as receptive as a normal menstrual endometrium, normal cycle endometrium. So in a frozen cycle, we've got the endometrium that would normally see a pregnancy coming, seeing an an embryo arrive in the uterus and implantation occurring. Against that is that fresh embryos obviously um, are fresh (laughs) and uh, perhaps they're of higher quality than when we freeze them and then thaw them again. Certainly a decade ago when we used a technique called slow freezing, the success of frozen embryos was something like 30% less than a fresh cycle. What's happened in the last five to 10 years is the development of a technique called vitrification or fast freezing. And the results from that are now very obvious. There is no difference between fresh or frozen. Now, there might be particular reasons why your specialist wants to freeze the embryos. When you overreact to the drugs, that you produce 20, 30 eggs and have very high estrogen levels, there's a risk of hyperstimulation. We can reduce that risk uh, of you ending up in hospital by not putting an embryo back and freezing all those embryos. So that's one reason. The second reason is that in some women, particularly older women, as we get towards the day of um, egg collection, for reasons we don't totally understand, progesterone starts to be produced as well as estrogen. And that progesterone has an impact on the lining of the womb. It brings forward the maturation of the lining of the womb. So when it comes time to put an embryo back, they're out of sync. 
being out of sync means you won't get pregnant. Well, that's not quite true, but it reduces the pregnancy rates by about 50%. So if your doctor finds that your progesterone level is now uh, four or five instead of one on the day of the trigger, uh, he will suggest, most likely suggest, not putting a fresh embryo back. Then uh, the other reason, and the last one really, is that you want to genetically test your embryos. And uh, in Australia, when we test embryos, we biopsy the embryos on day five and then have to freeze the embryos because the results uh, take a, a few days to get back. Uh, there are some countries around the world where they do it overnight and the scientists work uh, <laughs> shift work and uh, can get a result the next day. But and that's a rush and, and we believe it's a better standard given that frozen embryos have the same chance of success as fresh uh, we believe that's the best way to go there are numbers of reasons why we freeze embryos and uh, your, your clinician will take you down that track but I think the most important thing is to be reassured that if you do get frozen embryos and um, they will do just as well as a fresh embryo. And don't forget that you can access all the previous episodes by going to our website www.theivfjourney.com and select IVF Journey Podcast from the navigation menu. Thank you for listening to the IVF Journey with Dr. Michael Chapman, the podcast which helps couples negotiate their way through the IVF Journey all the way to parenthood. You can also ask questions by contacting Dr. Chapman's rooms on 1-800-111-483 or by emailing him michael.chapman at ivf.com.au.